Carlos Correa returns, locked in. The core of the deal is six years, $200 million. Before other years with vesting options, this may be 10 years with Carlos and the Twins organization. He's already played one, so it may be a total of 11 years for Carlos Correa and the Minnesota Twins. I mentioned this before the break, and I firmly believe it, and so do the folks who pay attention to sports. The next man who joins us, Scott Boros, and Scott will be on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. It's simply put, the most successful and powerful agent in sports. And that's not just baseball. It's in all of sports. And it's a pleasure to have Scott on the uh, air. Congratulations to you and your client. Let me start medically because that is the part that I think is a huge part of the story. When people look at the Giants, no. They look at the Mets, no. And they look at the Twins, yes. How does that match up? Why would the Twins say yes when these other organizations obviously wanted one of the best players in the game and their doctors just couldn't okay it? Thanks, Chad. And, and, and I'm very happy for all the Minnesota Twin fans that they get to uh, you know, have a player of Carlos's capacity and leadership and, uh, on their team. And I'm, I'm sure it's going to make a, a very enjoyable period of time uh, for the you know all twin fans um yeah you you know in in over the years of doing this you get um doctors that are external to the team and they look basically at what they know and that is an mri but yet when you talk to orthopedists who are day-to-day with players and they look at things uh that uh they look at functionality and they look at a clinical exam and they are around the player all the time. And it gives comfort for their routines, their disciplines, their, their, who they are as far as their conditioning is day to day, what they do pregame, postgame to stay at, at top shape and level. And so in, in doing that, um, that, that is what the twins knew about Carlos that others did not see firsthand. And remember that that the other teams, there was one common expert that both the Giants and the Mets used um, that had a a difference of opinion than uh, certainly the Twins had about Carlos's future with his ankle. So since the Mets were second, and since you're pointing out it was the same individual that both organizations used – and clearly it's worked out great for the Twins, but were you making the compelling case to the Mets? Can we at least talk to another person? Can we look at what the Twins well, saw and how it worked out for have, that organization? Each team has their resident orthopedist, but that orthopedist referred to uh, this expert in foot and ankle. Well, I had four foot and ankle people look at Carlos, both before the 22 season that he came here and then after uh, Dr. Camp wrote an extensive physical and examined his ankles and, and such and um, and gave a, a glowing report. And that issue here is that we all, everybody in sport knew that Carlos had a surgery on his right ankle when he was 19 years old. There has been no MRIs 
know anything that no, not even a complaint by him. Um, and being a former player, it's kind of hard to go through seven or eight seasons and not twist your ankle or not sprain it in some fashion, sure. knowing yeah. what, how we all play the game, how we hit, we run, we hit the bag, or we pivot, you know, you, you're turning a double play, all, all these things. And so it tells you about the strength of his ankle. And they talk about, yes, he's fine currently, but we're going to project uh, in the future, even though this functionality has been remarkable for eight years, we're going to project in the future that there's a problem. And, and that was the difference of opinion, you know. And so um, I don't fault medical judgment. And uh, all I can tell you is that there is a definite difference of opinion uh, from one doctor to the next. And I tend to, to take the true expert being the one that has proximity to the player, the one is with the player, that understands the player, and he's there examining the player because obviously you just look at film and you're going to know that there's a there's an injury from a past uh, surgery nine years ago. Well, how do I interpret that? And if you just interpret it without seeing or knowing the player, which is what happened in the other organizations, you're going to potentially get an opinion that is uh, very different than the one of uh, of a physician who sees the, the doctor every day or sees a patient every day. Scott Boros with us acclaimed agent for so many all-time players, including Carlos Correa. Press conference you heard right here on CCO. Carlos comes back to the Twins. So in the press conference, it was clear that the Twins continue to show interest when things would twist and turn with the previous two organizations. Scott, when did it move from dialogue of we'll, we'll stay in touch to, okay, you have a really significant chance, and then the negotiations began to get very specific. When when did that take place? You know, as an attorney for players, I, I negotiate contracts where I uh, the player gives me a very short list, and then once I get deep into a negotiation, I don't really negotiate with others. And so I uh, certainly found that to be true when we've, you know, in – when I was working to try to get this deal finalized with the Mets and uh, Derek continued to contact me. And finally, when I reached a point where I didn't think language wise, we we're going to reach a conclusion. I called Derek and I said, uh, you know, it's, it's probably time we should talk about it. Cause I'd kept Dr. Camp. I'd given him all the current MRIs. I kept him up to date on the ankle situation. Uh, I gained his opinions and uh, so I knew medically where he stood. So I knew I had an opportunity to talk with Derek because I believe that he was just closer to Carlos and more aware of who Carlos was and what his situation was. So because of that dialogue with Dr. Kemp, there was no really uncertainty on what might take place when Carlos took his physical here in Minnesota. Yeah, we, we had a we had an understanding and we knew that, you know, from the perspective of his right ankle that uh, we knew what Dr. Camp's opinion was. Derek knew what they were. and That allowed us to to reach an accord, um, you know, based on the contract of of really trying to examine all things available to us that we could 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 know as much as we possibly could. And, and and that the terms of the contract reflected a meeting of the minds, and it also reflected the fact that 
you know, we knew that Dr. Camp was going to, what he was going to say because he'd already seen the MRIs before we came in town. I'll, I'll finish with this because I know your schedule is busy. Um, the Polad family has owned this team since 1984, but it's it's different Polads, right? It's Carl, who ran it for a number of years, then his son, really the three sons ran it, and now Joe, uh, his grandson, is in charge. And there has been frustration in town uh, considering Carl's wealth and the business success of the sons that they haven't been willing to spend as much money. Now, since they've moved into Target Field, <clears throat> they've been right around the middle. Does this move, with Joe Polad now running the show, considering you represent so many top players, and many of them will become free agents over the next few years, does this make you a, as an, an attorney who represents these top skill players to view the Twins any different than you did 10, 20 years ago? I think so, because I believe the rewards of what the organization has done with, you know, bringing, you know, I represent Royce Lewis and Jeffers and Alex Kirilov and, and um, you know, Nick Gordon. And, and you just, you you keep looking at that level. Then there's three or four other great prospects coming below that. You know, and so Austin Martin, uh, we represent, and then there's a couple other great prospects in the organization that are that are coming and coming fast. So this club has a chance to, with leadership of Carlos, mature players. I think at a at a quicker level, at, at a at a, you know, I think I think the transition of Miranda, what's been done, you know, and you know the acquisition of a great talent in Joey Gallo is you know, near 40 home runs three times. And so all of this, I think, will reward ownership with saying we are really at that level. We're in that moment, and we really are now talking a little bit more about, you know, the frosting on the cake rather than the cake itself, which already exists. So um, those steps are going to be more identifiable and more meaningful and after a conversation today with Joe and, 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 you know, this, this was a, and I credit a, a really what Joe went through because it, it this was a difficult process to be new to the role and go through something as complicated. And I thought he did a thorough job and, and, and really reasoned the situation, uh, examined the information. And I think that that says a lot about, future decisions for for the Minotaurs twins and 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 having to you know uh, go beyond the moment to get things done and that I, I give them credit for that one last thing since you mentioned Royce Lewis and he's coming off his second major knee surgery can you give us an update on how he is progressing I spoke to Royce yesterday and he's he's so excited because of the fact that he and Carlos had a great relationship. It, it really helps him, you know, with all the nuances of the big leagues. And, uh, you know, we're pretty excited. He's going to be a, a major contributor to the team this year. And, uh, you know, we expect him to to really, uh, and I think we have to take time with this, but he is he's operating at a pretty high level right now, and, and we fully expect him to, you know, to be back, um, you know, probably in the, if not in the mid part of the season, but even earlier than that, possibly. 
Scott, thanks for your time. Congratulations on what took place today with Carlos, because obviously you played a huge role, and we appreciate you coming on. Uh, Chad, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And uh, I do hope the fans of Minnesota understand that there's there's something very positive happening here baseball-wise, so I hope they enjoy it. Thank you, sir. Scott Boros, agent for Carlos Correa and hundreds and hundreds of established stars in the game.